The views and opinions discussed on Exposure are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff of Impact 89FM. WDBM East Lansing. Hello and welcome to Exposure on Impact 89FM, the show where we talk to members of organizations at Michigan State University as well as nonprofit organizations in the East Lansing area. And now, this week's Exposure. Hello and welcome to Exposure. Today I'm here with the Men's Volleyball Club. How are you guys doing today? Good, how are you? Doing good. So, can you briefly introduce yourselves? Yeah, so I'm Irv Patel. I go by Irv. Uh, been playing volleyball for a few years. I'm an outside hitter for Men's Volleyball Club here. And I'm also the secretary. And uh, I'm Brian Rector. Sometimes go by B-Rec. Uh, I'm a freshman, and the unique thing about what I do is, I guess, I'm not sure you could ask any of these guys, but I would kind of classify myself as the director of broadcasting and, <laughs> and relative media purposes for the club. Yeah, I like that title. Um, my name is Clark Giles, and I'm the president of the men's club volleyball team. Um, I've been playing volleyball probably since I was like 12. Um, I started out on the sand, sand beaches, uh, me and my mom, and we played leagues, and so... You know, I just uh, has, have graduated now to, to this portion of my volleyball career or whatever. So what led you guys to play volleyball? I mean, especially in Michigan, it's not a big thing for men to play volleyball. Like, what made you say, oh, I'm going to play volleyball today rather than, I don't know, baseball, football, rugby, whatever other sport you want to play? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I can take this question. I uh, When I was in high school, I was a three-sport athlete. Um I did baseball, basketball, and soccer. Um, and when I got to Michigan State, I didn't really want to do um, any of the sports that I had done before, but I knew that I wanted to remain, you know, active, um, you know, within athletic circles and stuff. And I, I found men's volleyball, and I knew that, one, it would make my mother happy if I played, and, uh, I, you know, it was something new that I'd never tried before, and so that, that definitely drew me in. Yeah, for myself, uh, kind of a different story, but I also played a few sports in high school, but we didn't have volleyball, obviously. But... um I usually just played with my my dad and his friends, and uh, we usually played on the weekends. It was fun. And once I once I got to Michigan State, I saw their booth, and I was like, "Why not give it a go?" And here we are now. And uh, the truth of the matter for me is, I really never had a concept of what the sport even was until about a year and a half ago or so. At which point, there was sort of a, a volleyball revolution that I've, <laughs> I've started to call it uh, in the, the uh, state of Oregon and across the West Coast. And um, that really got me into it with my high school and a couple family friends. And then getting here and contacting these guys, it just became a question of why wouldn't you? Yeah, we picked B-Rec up out of the hat. We uh, we met him online on one of those like <laughs> online participation things. You know, we saw B-Rec. He was like... I've done a few games, you know, I play a little bit, and we're like, yeah, come on down for sure. So not everyone in your club is experienced and has played for years? Uh, definitely. I mean, guys show up every year um, who are just, like, kind of freak athletes who have <laughs> never played before. Um, you know, we got a freshman on our B team right now um, who's kind of like that. His name's Dylan Lanthier. Um you know, he is, he is kind of a microcosm of the whole club. Um, you know, he he's a kid that, you know, I think he played maybe – lacrosse and wrestling and and now he's kind of entered the entered the volleyball world and I don't really see him leaving anytime soon I don't know about you guys yeah yeah I agree I feel like the majority of our club actually hasn't played volleyball before because we mostly get Michigan guys unless you're from like Chicago or like Ohio or something like that then you might have played but uh it's cool to see like because we have multiple teams on our inner club so we have guys that go from like C team B team who've never played volleyball before who are just freak athletes like Clark said 
and these guys learn how to play, um, are coached to learn how to play, and then junior, senior year, they're just phenomenal at volleyball, and they end up tearing it up on our A team. So you were mentioning A, B, C team. Like, what are these? So our A team is the green team, B team, white team, and our C team is posse. Um, we actually have a fourth team, too, green horns. And these are basically just like, as as you already know, like, we have, like, we had, what, 200-some kids try out, yep. and uh, we try to make it so that as many people in Michigan have an opportunity to play volleyball. So we make we made four teams. Um, so these are basically like developmental teams where like the bottom teams are usually players that have never played volleyball before. So we just basically teach them how to play. So we have that like that that stepping that stepping kind of thing. Uh, Very basic understanding is, yeah. is what we basically get them to know is like rotations and yeah. you know how to play and and you know they go from there. Um, but yeah, I mean our hmm, I don't know what I was gonna say. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, our goal is basically to like teach them how to play volleyball, and then once they get really good, they we put them on the top two teams which travel the most. So, do you guys have outside coaches, or do you guys coach each other pretty much? Um, we have an outside coach, and actually, this is what I was going to say earlier. Um, was um, we are we as of now we are a no cut club, um, which is why you see the numbers at tryouts, you know, go from two hundred to you know whatever you want. Um, but the the guy who's been at the helm of of MSU Green um, for probably thirty plus years, yeah, probably thirty plus, thirty four, thirty four, thirty five. His name is Sante Pirelli, um, and he is you know as well as the coach of Michigan State Green, he is also the commissioner for the NCVF, which is the National Collegiate Volleyball Federation, which is the league that um, all MSU teams play in. Um, they have a bunch of different um, divisions from Division One to Division Three, and then they also have a women's division that has all of those divisions as well. So he has he's been at the helm for a really long time. Um, with with our lower teams, uh, with with White and Posse, um, we kind of outsource to students. Um, you know, right now our, our uh, Posse team is coached by um, a girl who played in high school. Her name's Remy O'Neal. And then, um, the white team is coached by, uh, MSU green player, um, Keenan Edelman. So, you know, we kind of like to keep it in house, uh, a little bit, but, um, you know, it, it, it's worked, um, so far. So, you know, that's, that's good. So like, do you guys do, like, can you lay out a basic practice for me? Like, how does it start? What do you guys do? Are from warm ups to ending it with like your little cheer or whatever? Yeah, so uh, we first get warmed up. We do a thing. We pepper for uh, with the partner for a little bit. Uh, we stretch, and then once we get started, once we're ready to play, we start with uh, a thing called deep core or kings, um, depending on where you're from. And uh, once we get warmed up with that, we like to work on passing a lot because our coaches, our coach loves passing. He's old school. He's yeah, old, he's old school. school. <laughs> Starts with the pass, which is completely true, and um, I'm glad we do it. Uh, so we start with passing, something like butterfly, um, work with some passing. And then once we get that going, we usually have like one thing where we focus on every practice. So it could be like blocking, it could be like hitting. Um, that's like our main goal. Like the other day, like yesterday it was blocking. So we worked on blocking for a while. Um, some other days it could be like transition hitting or um, siding out. Um, some days it's service. And as of lately, it's been a lot of service because uh, our team needs it. And um, we usually do that. And then towards the end, we usually do like a wash drill or like a scrimmage to try and like implement these things. Mm -hmm. um, and at the end, coach just talks to us about what we did and, um, you know, what we can improve and how, how we played. So 
depending on that, uh, we usually base our next practice on what we need to improve. Yeah. So for those who don't know, volleyball, you rotate around the court, and there's typically different positions in each spot on the court. Do you guys play every position, or do you have specialized positions when you're on the lower teams? Do you play around? Like, how does that work? Well, when when we have tryouts in, in the fall, we have every player fill out um, a tryout form, obviously. Um, and that just kind of has your basic name, la- you know, first name, last name, um, grade. And then you get to pick, like, a primary position and, like, a secondary position. Um, and so for a lot of guys on, like, green or white, you know, they kind of come in and they already know what position they maybe want to play. Like, you know, Irv said he's an outside hitter. I'm an outside hitter as well. Um, or, or like, you know, bar injury, I can play right side as well. Um, but a lot of guys on the lower teams, you know, they don't really know. Um, so a lot of them just pick libero, but, (laughs) (laughs) get a lot of playing time that way. Yeah. Right. You know? Um, but yeah, so, I mean, and throughout the year, you know, guys kind of, figure out what they're more geared to like you know we had this kid austin wines who's on our posse team who who started out and you know you know good athlete former track kid um kind of can jump out of the gym and i think they maybe had him at like outside or right yeah, side. yeah he started year. outside then right side and, and now he's in middle yeah. so you know it it, it kind of you can figure it out as you go is the is the the thing yeah yeah so like for positions uh yeah so as clark said we have like designated positions uh all of our teams we teach them the like pick a position so like none of us are like rotating around like everyone plays like a designated position there's some people that can play multiple positions um coach always talks about how you have to be flexible like clark said like bearing injury like you can play he can be playing right side or middle or like whatever you need him to so our practices are also like designed to where um even like our middle blockers are trying to learn how to pass so like everyone does everything that way like everyone is turned into like a volleyball player and not just like one set position so, like, flexibility is a big thing. And because you never know, like, if a kid is um, a great outside on posse, he could be an even better right side on white or something like that. So, flexibility is huge for us as well. So, you guys aren't a varsity sport, but you do play against other college teams. How does, how, how do I want to phrase this? Um, you guys aren't a varsity sport, but you are playing against other colleges. Like, what other schools do you see when you go to your tournaments or just even play games? Um, so, uh, we usually we start, so our season starts in the spring, um, and we play, uh, in the BTMVA, which is the Big Ten Men's Volleyball Association. Um, there are other conferences such as like the ORVVC, which is Ohio River Valley, um, Volleyball Conference. Um, I know M10, um, Great that's Lakes. like, yeah, Great Lakes, they kind of have some teams more out West. Um, but we usually see, you know, your classic Big Ten teams. We see your Michigans, we see your Illinois, we see... Um, Minnesota, Purdue, Iowa, Ohio State, yeah. Um, And a lot of these programs, um, you know, although they aren't varsity, they, like, you're allowed to have two varsity um, players um, or former varsity players. So um, sometimes what happens is guys, you know, take, you know, like OSU uh, has a varsity team, just for example. Um, They can have guys who play for four years. And then in club, you get six years of club eligibility. So as soon as they're done with their four years of varsity, they come and play two more uh, for the club. So, you know, that really legitimizes the the competition and, and you know, the level of play for at least me. I would assume probably for Irv and, and Derek as well. Yeah, I had no idea that varsity athletes could even play on club teams. That's, like, kind of crazy. So since there aren't a lot of men's volleyball club teams, do you see a lot of, like, great volleyball athletes from out of state coming in to play for your guys's club um i would say that our club 
Y- yes and no. Um, it, you know, Illinois is probably the biggest hotspot for men's volleyball right now. Um, and so a lot of those guys just end up at Illinois or they end up, um, you know, and uh, honestly, Michigan gets a lot of guys as well just because they're a, a pretty, um, you know, selective school academically. Yeah. So if you're going to go play volleyball, you might as well go play it at, at one of the top institutes um, in the world. Um, but, you know, we, we get Illinois guys just like every other team. Um, and, you know, we recently had a, a setter come in. He's a junior in high school right now. So um, we're kind of always recruiting and always kind of looking for the next, um, you know, the next player, the next big, you know, MSU, MCV player or whatever. Since not all of your athletes are coming from volleyball, what other sports do you typically see, like, the easiest transition for your athletes? Well, I would definitely say probably basketball. Um, I feel like there's a lot of skills that transfer over. Like, you have to be, like, quick on your feet. Um, just, like, fast reflexes is, like, probably the biggest thing that you see in, like, these kids that come in and try out. Um, people just want to jump out and just kind of, like, grab the ball and just throw it down. Um, that kind of transfers over. There's also, like like jumping's huge so like basketball players usually are able to jump um through the roof and so are volleyball players there's a lot of jumping in volleyball so i would probably say basketball we get a lot of basketball guys i feel like on our team we have some former hoopers and um yeah yeah i'd be interested to hear what b-rec actually thinks just because you're watching it all the time you know what what moves do you see in volleyball that you like can kind of be like oh like that's like for me i know that like going up for a ball is kind of like getting a rebound you know like going to hit a ball is like kind of like you know you jump off too and you like go get the rebound but i'm just curious if you have any any thoughts on that as well you know i think uh basketball is a huge one there's no question about that i know that i can reference a player that's currently on the team as a senior john locke uh we know and love him he's (laughs) six six and can really fly just like these guys to either side of me we're describing. But I think another one that kind of goes unnoticed, relatively speaking, might be lacrosse. In the really? Sem- mm-hmm. And that one surprises me a little bit. But I think, too, is like there's an element of physicality that comes to your advantage that you might need and, in fact, do need more often than not. Um, so that's another one that maybe is unorthodox but can work. I like that comparison, yeah. I always watch, like, men's volleyball in comparison to, like, women's volleyball. It's a lot more intense. Like, where do you get that intensity from to just get out there and, like, smash those balls? Like, I know I love playing volleyball. I played for years, but I just watch you guys hit those balls, and it's, like, scary. Like, I don't want to get behind it to, like, pass it. Yeah, I think the higher you go um, with volleyball, like, not not to say that the less – Oh, uh, God, that's going to sound terrible. But the less fun it becomes to watch, not not because it's not fun to watch guys bounce balls, but, you know, what I really like about NCAA women's volleyball is, you know, they get a lot of great rallies going. Like, you know, you swing, but your libero's digging, you know, the heck out of people. Um, once you get to the higher levels of volleyball, you know, there's, like, not a whole lot of digging going on because guys yeah. are just blasting balls into the ground. Um, but I, I think, you know, I think that intensity just comes from, like not really knowing what to do. So like you just want to hit the ball as hard as you can, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody wants to do. As soon as they come in, their, f- their first thing they want to do is spike a volleyball. I feel like that's what everybody, that's, that's what everyone's goal is. Uh, just bounce a ball as hard as you can, 10-foot yeah. line, everyone. Oh, give setter. me the set. Oh, yeah, set yeah. me right here. <laughs> Our libero loves to hit. Everyone loves to hit. Um, yeah, just like the, I feel like as you were saying about like the rallies and stuff. Yeah, I feel like hitters always have a slight advantage in the sense that they can just, and like especially when you get to those higher levels, people are just jumping through the roof, and it's just 
if it's said if it says there, it's gonna be bounced. It's a spectacle for sure. I mean, you know, overseas volleyball is, is oh yeah is some of the cre- like you know those guys they know how to hit a ball and they know how to you know hit it down. It's it's impressive. You know, I think here is a point where we might want to mention Jer. Jer is somebody who's particularly unique in in that way. So if you guys want to shed some light on what he's all about. Oh yeah, I mean, well, Jeremy Murphy—he's our, he's our uh, libero for the MSU green team, but uh, he's also my roommate and one of my best friends. We've known each other since like sixth grade, so we've we've grown up playing football, basketball, baseball, everything together. Um, and when we both got here, you know, we both decided to play. And um, you know, like like B Rex said, he's just he's 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 a spectacle in himself. You know, he's like probably one of the only liberos that you see before matches, like in the hitting lines with the hitters. You know, like <laughs> he wants to be a part of all that. You know, at practice, like if we're down and outside, he's always like, I got it, I got it, I got it. So to have your libero be somebody who also, you know, thinks about the offense is nice because, you know, he knows that he's going to have to pick every ball up so that we can kind of get off the net and transition and, and get those big swings and get those big kills. Can you tell me a little bit about how tournaments go, how often you have them, just kind of overall? What about your tournaments? Yeah, so we've had like I would say five tournaments this semester. Um, it's usually how many we have. Um, our semester, our season starts in the spring. We have a preseason in the fall, which we have like two or three tournaments we go to. One we do host. It's called um, the Hardwood Classic. We host it right here in Iowa West. Biggest um, uh, biggest preseason um, tournament in the nation, actually. Yeah. Um, we host like what like probably forty eight plus teams. I think this year it was forty eight. We have a we have two divisions. We have a division one and a division three. Um, so you know we 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 enroll both you know our B or our MSU White Posse and Greenhorns. They all play in Hardwood as well, um, and it's awesome to see like we get you know Colorado Boulder comes out. Uh, Air Force was there this Virginia year. Virginia Tech, maybe, Virginia yeah. Tech, like you know a lot of great teams. Our Army West Point was another one. I mean yeah. everywhere, mm-hmm. every corner. Yeah, so uh, going back to the spring, our, our tournaments. So we had five this, this season so far. Um, usually they're two days, two day tournaments. So how it works is we have our division that we play in, which is MIVA. And uh, we have two Big Ten tournaments and one MIVA championship tournament at the end. And it's usually, it all builds up to the championship. And we have our championship, um, our last final championship tournament, which is a national tournament. But usually these tournaments we play, um, they're usually two-day tournaments. We play pool day, pool play for the first one and then bracket play for the next day. And, um, I mean, it's like every normal tournament. Um, it's like similar to high school and club, club in high school. Um, in the sense that you play, you ref, um, and you kind of just enjoy some volleyball. And you get up real early to really do it. Long <laughs> days. So moving away from volleyball for a minute, what do you guys do outside of volleyball, like bonding, other types of activities that you do just to like hang out? Yeah, well, I think that's part of the reason that the club has been so successful over the years is because we have a pretty strong social scene, uh, social aspect. I mean, we have the volleyball house, which is a house over on Oak Hill. Um, It's leased out by Sante Pirelli, our coach. Um, and that's usually where we host like the tryout party. So, you know, if, if anybody came to tryouts and also for the women's team, like everybody converges at the volleyball house, um, to, you know, kind of have fun and, and, and get to know each other because you're going to be seeing a lot of each other as the year goes on. Um, because we'd like to, you know, obviously we like to support the women's team whenever we can. They just had a, a, a home tournament couple weekends ago um and they you know likewise they support us um you know i know a couple of them drove out to elgin illinois what was it 
like two weekends ago last, last weekend, weekend yeah last weekend they they woke up at like three in the morning to co- go drive out and watch our games but you know i think that that social you know part of it is what keeps everybody together because obviously when you're playing volleyball with the same guys you know over a, a nine month span you know you kind of get some friction mm-hmm. um so to kind of have those moments where you can you know okay we're just you know we're just 10 guys who get together and play volleyball especially like after we play you know we all will get dinner together or you know we stay in the hotels together you know and we do activities we play you know latvian card games directs and stuff so what makes your club so different that like you wanted to be the president why men's volleyball why didn't you do i don't know any other club there's so many clubs on campus what makes this one so special to you that it stood out and you're like i want to be a big part of this yeah, well, so at the start of this, I kind of actually fumbled into the whole presidency thing. Um, I was the treasurer at the start of the year. Um, and, you know, maybe I would have ran for president, you know, if someone hadn't or, or whatever. But um, when that presidency role opened up, I was I was pretty adamant about taking it. Um, and our vice president, Paul Gowans, he was, you know, very gracious in, in letting me take over because obviously he was the interim. But, um, you know, when I, I look at the club, I see so many people who are so dedicated to the sport. Um, and, you know, that's not even necessarily the MSU green guys. Like, I what I, I mean, I do what I do for the guys on white, for the guys on posse, for the guys on greenhorns. Um, you know, my thing is accessibility. So if I can get 70 new guys to play volleyball, you know, now they have a sport that they know that they can play, you know, for their entire lives like you don't really need to you don't need to be jumping out of the gym to go hit a ball around with your friend you know um so i think that that the passion um of the club members is what really drives me to keep going and keep the club improving all right is there anything you guys want to add before i do closing notes i would say um first of all check out our boy b rec uh on mcv tv um that's kind of a new branch of our club that we started this year and Burek has done a wonderful job um, streaming games. You can find our YouTube at MSU Men's Club Volleyball. Um, you know, it, it has all of our games. We stream some of the, the ladies' games as well. Um, and so I would say that definitely, you know, and especially with uh, the national tournament coming up in Phoenix, Arizona um, this next week, I think that that's a great opportunity for, for people to experience some volleyball and see what it's all about. Will you yeah. guys be streaming? your national tournament yeah we stream all of our games okay. on youtube so check that out we also have our instagram msu mcvb uh follow us on there for more content we'll tell you when we're streaming um yeah we, some fun posts we post a, a a good amount you know we try to keep it updated so that both you know fans alumni parents you know siblings cousins they can all you know keep up with um with the club and and what's you know the inner workings we also have our website which is and i don't know how we snagged this website url <laughs> but msuvball.com is us i don't know how the varsity team didn't take it but we will you know that's we got a, a whole lot of stuff on there with you know rosters and upcoming tournaments so that's another good way to stay kind of informed all right well thank you so much for coming on with me today for more information you can Go to their Instagram at msumcvb or email them at msuvb at msu.edu or check out our website, impact89fm.org. Thanks, guys. And thank you for having us. Appreciate it.
this has been this week's edition of Exposure on Impact 89FM. If you missed anything, feel free to check out our website at impact89fm.org, where you can find our weekly Exposure podcast. If you would like to come visit us and talk about your respected organization at MSU or a nonprofit organization in the East Lansing area, feel free to contact us, again, on our website at impact89fm.org. Thanks for listening to Exposure on Impact 89FM.